You are listening to Cafecito con Magali and Glenda podcast, a place for empowerment, fitness, beauty, music, Latino culture, and so much more. Welcome back. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm doing great out here. Excited. <laughs> I got a random shit. You have a what? I, I purchased a bunch of random shit. <laughs> and I cannot wait to use them and tell you all about it. Are you going to tell us? Just tell me. Okay. So I bought a pill crusher <laughs> from Amazon. So like um, my mom can't swallow pills. Mm-hmm. So I, you just put the pill there and then you just turn the little knob and then it crushes it and turns it into powder. Oh, so you put it in water or in your food? Uh, in water. Oh, okay, cool. I thought it was like for your dogs. No, not yet. But that's a good idea. You know, mm-hmm. when she doesn't want to eat her, or take her pills anymore. Um, I bought the coolest new thing. It's like an, a book, but it's like an, a reading light for my book. Mm-hmm. And it's like LED. And so, yeah, I finished my book yesterday because I was using my reading light. So I feel like, yay, I accomplished (laughs) something. Last year, I said I was going to read like nine books or something. I don't even think I finished one. So we're we're doing good for 2021. Yeah, that's good. Um, I bought my dog a crown. (laughs) For his head. For his birthday, for his head. Yeah. So I got to do a photo shoot for his birthday for his birthday invites so um yeah I got him a crown (laughs) that's really funny and I bought this cool egg uh perfect egg thing um I want to make like egg McMuffins but they're like vegetarian I guess because I'm not vegan um it's it makes the perfect egg it's called an egg ring Mm -hmm. that's bomb so it makes it the size of the egg McMuffin, right? So it's not like too big. It's just the perfect yeah. size. Perfect. Perfect shape. Perfect fried egg. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. Those are my cool things happening this week that I get to mess around with. I'm really excited. That is exciting. Some of those things sound like those things that you see on infomercials, like I've seen on TV and it's always the coolest things where I'm like, why don't they sell it at the store? But then Bed Bath & Beyond sells a lot of those cool things that it's like as seen on TV. I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm a sucker for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just take my money. I'm good for spending money on things that I really don't need. Mm. Make your life easier. But yeah, you're right. There are things that you don't need, but they're really, really cool. Especially yeah. the, the LED book light. That's really cool. Honestly, when you showed it to me, I was like, I would not even think of searching that on Amazon. Honestly, like I would not even think of that product. So I wouldn't even find it because I wouldn't be searching it, you know? Yeah. Well, my dog gets upset because I have the light on and I want to read. So then I was like, how do I make him happy? I need a light. Then I was like, I don't have a plug. So then I was like, well, let me just try to look for something on Amazon. And I found it because Amazon has everything. So is it battery operated or do you try yes. battery oh. operated? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really cool. Well, um, my week has been good. I got to run uh, once or twice. I can't remember. Um, so I was really proud about that. I feel such a yeah. big difference 
if I run, even if I just run two days, it's such a big difference in my body and mm-hmm. my, my mood than if I don't work out at all. So um, I need to keep that going because it feels good. Um, except that it rained. So darn that I was going to run too, but it rained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't going to I totally believe you. I was like, what? And I've been listening to, actually, there's a Spanish podcast that I have been listening to for maybe about a year uh-huh. off and on. And um, I like to listen to it because it's interesting and I get to expand like my Spanish vocabulary because it's really, really good. And the girl is like, speaks like perfect Spanish or to me, it's perfect Spanish, but mm-hmm. it's called Sabiduria Psicodélica. So, which means psychedelic wisdom. Mm-hmm. And she talks about um, just her experiences doing um, like peyote or doing. What is peyote? Peyote is a cactus oh. that you get in some place in Mexico and you will hallucinate when you take it or you eat it. I don't know if it's like a drink or uh, you eat it. Oh, but, you've talked about her before. Well, to me. Yeah. And um, so she talks about her experiences with that. And like one of her episodes, she talks about Burning Man when she went. And this girl's from Mexico City. And she's so interesting. So she's really into like psychedelics and she's very spiritual. Um, Other than that, Glenda and I are going to read a book together for month of February, which is Black Mm -hmm. History Month. Um, We're reading, so you want to talk about race by Ijeoma Oluo. Um, so we should be done before the end of February and then we'll discuss it um, on the podcast we um, invite you guys if you guys want to read it with us and you know reach out to us and like message us if you guys want to like discuss it and it'll be kind of cool let it go down in the dm it'll be fun we are back this week with a friend of the show Amanda the host of brunch talks with Mandy Rose she is here to tell us how it started and how it's going Welcome, Amanda. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Hey. Um, for those of you um, are avid listeners, Amanda, or for those, for our new listeners, actually, Amanda was in season one, and she talked about um, the how to thrive after a breakup, and she was seriously winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably one of like our most listened uh podcasts yeah so thank oh, you for that. Know that yeah it was good Ooh. it's because people love the cheese it was cheese <laughs> <laughs> they love it um no it was a really good episode <laughs> it wasn't because of that it was very informative and it was fun and i think it was honest that's i think why. it was relatable for people to you know, yeah. how they go through breakups and everything. But now you have your own podcast and we kind of want to celebrate you. We want to talk about it and all the cool things that you're doing. Take the floor. So since then, I do have my own podcast called Brunch Talks with Mandy Rose and Glinda and Maggie have come on to that one as well. My podcast is focusing on social issues. I'm a sociologist, graduated with my sociology degree, and I also studied female gender studies, and my AA was behavioral science, so I have all that in there, even though I do marketing daytime, but, and data coding, 
kind of a weird mix of everything over here, but my podcast focuses on a lot of social issues. Anything from what if you know me is feminism. What is a feminist? What isn't a feminist? Uh, to make it very clear, I am not a man hater feminist. <laughs> I do not support those. I love men. No, I'm just more about equal pay, being able to own yourself, own your sexuality type of feminist. But we talk about those issues, race issues, gender Feminism norms. Feminism needs to be rebranded. Companies rebrand their names or they change it. Because personally, I don't like to call myself a feminist. I just don't use that word. But I do, yeah, I do care for equal pay and I do care for women and I do care for us to be put in a position that we're supposed to, right? But I just don't like using that word. It's because it's given, it's been given such a negative, a negative undertone to it. And it came from like the back in the day feminists where when they were burning their bras. Yes. And all that (laughs) shit. And (laughs) there, if you go on my podcast, there's so many different episodes on that and how it can be viewed a lot. But what Glenda's saying is I get it too, because it, it is like a negative stigma when you walk around saying it because they automatically associate you with that. And then there's also the separation of white feminism or white women feminism that left out us women of color and the white feminism did not benefit pretty much any of us women of color in our feminism that we needed. It's a great book on that, Hood Feminism, if anybody wants to hmm, read it. It's I a really it good book. Yeah, that one's really good. And it speaks about how women of color and how the feminist movement left us behind. Wow. But yeah, no, it's I mean, even in the history books, though. Because I remember in high school, I kind of wondered, well, what happened to the Latinos? We were never written in there. So we mm-hmm. were just taken out completely. So it didn't matter if we actually made an impact or not. They just didn't write about us. Now, wow. later that we're older and we want to find out information, it's on the internet. And then sometimes it's real and sometimes it's fake. And then you don't even know. Yeah. So unless you can get your hands on scholarly journals, then you don't know what is factual. Yeah. yeah. When I first sure. heard the word feminist, or feminism I wasn't really sure what it was and I just remember saying well I'm not a feminist I still like a man to open my door so it was a lot of misunderstanding or like Mm. things that I didn't know where I was like do I identify as a feminist or I don't because I would still like my man to pick up the bill open the door and do things that would a feminist be okay with that? What is a feminist? Who is a feminist? And what does she stand for? In the beginning, when I first heard that word, I think I was just, "Hmm, I'm not sure, like, am I? But now I would definitely consider myself a feminist because now there's a better understanding of what. So there's a different book, The Feminist Manifesto. I always mess up her name, but it's the lady that did the little... the talking in Beyonce's song Bow Down. Chimanda, I can never pronounce her name. I always mess it up. But it's a feminist manifesto. And, and there was one part that stuck out. And it kind of defines to me the type of feminist I am now in the feminist that I like to support, rally behind, whatever. To be, it was more of to be a feminist supports a woman's choice no matter what it is. And that's a true feminist. So she gave two examples. One was say, since it's me, you and Glenda right now, we're going to throw mm-hmm. this out here. Say yeah. I had a guy that cheated on me and I chose to stay with him. Maggie supported it. Glenda did not. Either decision is a feminist choice because that's what she chooses to do. So that's the overall thing. Like whether you support it or you don't support it, it doesn't matter because no matter what I'm choosing, it's still my feminist choice to do that. So that's what she was trying to say. Like we oftentimes we judge, like especially say on the whole, like mom staying at home or mom working, there's judgment from both sides. The working moms might judge the moms that don't want to work. And then the moms that stay at home are going to judge the moms that go to work because they're like, oh, you're not spending enough time with your kids, that type of stuff. But either choice is a feminist 
independent choice because that's mm. what they're making. They're, yeah, it's a whole different thing. Um, this is what happens on my podcast. We get into all these <laughs> feminist talks. So going back, yes, podcast that talks about that. Wait, so let's then. go. Let's go back. So what made you start a podcast and tell us about your blog as well? You're doing something with it because I saw yes. you post something and I'm like, whoa, making some moves. What's happening? Tell us about that. Originally, I had a blog called Fem Power Daily. I did similar to what I do on the podcast where I would write articles about social issues and then I would interview women that had their own business or just living out their passion. But then I would write the interviews. I would transcribe it, type it out. Mm-hmm. So imagine typing out a 40 minute interview on <laughs> a blog. And if anybody also knows me, and if you don't, I am horrible at grammar and typing. So I would have to send it to like, I probably sent a few to Glenda. Uh, my best friend up north is a teacher. So I would send her my things like, can you read over the grammar? And she'd literally send it back like it was a freaking essay. Like this is all <laughs> like, fixed. All, all the this. red marks. And I'm like, oh my goodness. After a while, I just got tired of typing and I kind of just let the blog sit there. And then to be completely honest, met the guy that I'm dating now, he's a marketer. So he found my blog without me even telling him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I found your blog. And I was like, oh, I thought that I thought the domain expired, to be honest with you. So I was like, oh, shit, the domain's not like expired yet. I didn't know it was still around. And he's like, yeah, he's like, why did you stop doing your blog? And I was just like, ah. Honestly, I got tired of typing and I was like, and I always kind of wanted to start a podcast, but I just been like sitting on it. And he's like, so why don't you start the podcast? And I mean, I'm sure you guys can probably relate to this thinking starting a podcast was a lot more technical and like hard to do than it actually really was. Yeah. And that was my thinking, like, I don't know how to start a podcast. Where would I even start? What would I even do? Like, and he's like, I can help you. It's fine. And I'm just sure. Okay. Shout out to Boo out here uplifting his woman. Okay. <laughs> Put them glasses on, girlfriend. I'm like, 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 your podcast is doing so well and I can see how you put the blog into the podcast and I see you like shouting out like businesses every day and I'm like wow it's a lot of work I know that because I know what it is like to be posting see you posting and I'm like damn girl because like in my day I'm like so busy and you know with work and you also have a full-time job so I'm like how does she do it because like sometimes I'm like oh I wanted to post something and I'm thinking about it and then it doesn't happen but like you know like life gets so busy Mm -hmm. but you do it like you do your day job and then you're like posting and showing up the businesses and the website and the events and I don't you know what's funny is a lot of people told me that they're like oh my god you're so busy and honestly I'm like I don't know if you were to see me I just sit here and watch tv a lot so I don't really know am I I don't feel that busy some days I feel that busy some days I don't well you you do a lot you did the nonprofit for December Mm -hmm. right where the toy drive Mm -hmm. and then gave out a lot of clothes for the homeless Mm-hmm. So you're just doing a lot of events. You're always moving. To me, it's damn how is she not tired? Like I'm just tired, like knowing that she has to do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> well, like to put an event together and to fundraise and like to gather things, that is a lot in itself because like you're putting it together and people are like messaging you, like, where can I send this? Is this too late? Can I send it this day? Where are you gonna be at? Like just that comes mm-hmm. with a lot. And like, yeah, you have an event coming up this week. I don't know if you want to talk oh, about yeah. it. Um, um you have the paint 
Paint event last like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago two that was really fun. So tell us about this event that's coming up this week. It's going to be a every other week thing. Well, the second and fourth Friday of every month. I shouldn't say every other week because I think March kind of throws that off where it's not every other week. Second and fourth Thursday. I'm sorry, I said Friday. Thursday of every month at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So as Maggie was saying, or both Maggie and Glenda were saying, the podcast kind of took off into this side of because I interviewed so many women with like small businesses and stuff took off into like this small business network support where I just put out this one calling on one of the networks I'm in like oh anybody have a small business I'll list you on my website because Brunch Talks has its own website as well I expected like maybe five or ten people wanting to be part of it I think I have up to almost like a hundred between services food and goods um, small businesses on there now you can still add it like anybody can still be part of it there's no charge just it's literally just a listing a direct and then from there I was talking to my friend Carly and I was like would it be like cool if I just started like shouting out to random like businesses like once a month or something and she was like dude just do it once a week so that's how that kind of started so now every Monday I, I do the small business highlight just pick two random people off of the directory I ask them in advance like can I highlight you this week and it's an Instagram post they go on the story and then I do a small little article about them on the website but from there I've made so many connections with all these women like across the United States pretty much and there's one woman in the UK that I recently interviewed too with all their businesses so then I was like okay how else could I bring them together because oftentimes now when I'm talking to them or when I'm interviewing them they're talking about like oh yeah like I need to find somebody that does this or I'm looking for something like this I'll be like oh I just interviewed somebody let me connect you so I find myself being kind of like that medium now which I feel like I've my mom (laughs) my mom mom. everybody if you need something my mom's got you and I feel like that's kind (laughs) of what I even before like Linda, you probably can attest to this before any of this, like I even did, like if somebody, I know like when things would happen, people would be like, oh, like which nonprofit should I donate to? I don't know. Like people would always come to me and ask me like, where should I donate this to? Or where should I donate this to? And I'm like, maybe that's just always been my thing. Been the like middleman to like connect the people. But that's the best way to receive a recommendation because to be recommended by somebody that's a friend. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I know I can trust this person. And it's the same thing. Like if I needed something and you connected me with somebody, I would know that, okay, I'm being connected with somebody that I can trust because it's coming from Amanda's connection. That's really amazing because then you're connecting with all these women that you normally wouldn't connect with yeah like you just stepped out your door and you went to like a library or you went to like an event like you would be limited to the people that are in LA or that came into LA but now Mm -hmm. you're able to connect with people all across the country and even like overseas which is amazing so yeah so I just took that and was like let me try it out hosting a few zooms just to whoever wants to like join in and pretty much not necessarily sell yourself but just introduce yourself to all the other women that are there and it's not not allowing men if any men want to join you're welcome to join it just seems like women have been the only ones to sign up for it (laughs) introduce yourself network the first one i have coming up which is going to be this thursday i want to say there's about like 10 girls that have already signed up like they're going to be there it'll be great you guys can all meet each other and if it just turns into a freaking hour of happy hour and achievement and that's what it turns into but a lot of times to be completely honest with you these women that I've started networking with that's kind of where it goes like just start talking about like your day and stuff and then you connect with them and you build an actual connection of Mm -hmm. like half of these women now I would legit call at least my online friends that I like go and dm every day like hey can you believe this happened like 
yeah connections are great with it so yeah so that's brunch talks and links building off of brunch talks like i said second and fourth thursday of every month 5 p.m specific time don't gotta come to everyone but if you want to pop in it's free just dm me or something and i'll send you the link and so, see who you meet in there so second and fourth so for february it would yes. be the 11th and the 25th yes that's, so that's awesome yeah that's that's little brunch talks and links let's hope it builds and just becomes a a nice little getaway we're all in COVID we might need some time to just drink some wine and yeah. talk to some other ladies about what's going on in life so what motivates you and drives you to build this empire that you're starting on brunch talk what's your motivation behind it you know it's funny because I've been filling out grants lately for trying to bring back them power but um say it speak it into existence tell the we'll, people we'll, we'll talk about that after but i'm gonna say how that how the grants have some of them have been asking like you know what is this business or like what motivates you so since i've been filling it out i've been like getting that answer lately to me what i think what motivates me a lot for one is the lack of support in the women community the overall women community there's a whole different thing if we just focus on us latinas but it's always a competition with women and to me i want to build a network and a community where it's not a competition but a support and an encouragement type of community so like a safe place for women to grow and connect and just network and build and I think that's the overall drive these days is changing the whole thing of competition between women completely and that I know it's always going to exist and I'm not saying that competition is a bad thing either because yeah competition motivates you to get going like you want to be better you want to do this I know you guys know what competition I'm talking about that whole the hate the jealousy competition yeah the cattiness or the yes cattiness. yeah yeah it happens on the internet and since i'm not really on there it happens in real life when get that much and if you're in like corporate business it happens a lot yeah. like the corporate world too yeah i think it happens in real life and sometimes we don't even know it having a space where you know it's a safe place and everybody's kind of like on the same vibration i think it feels comfortable to like open up or be vulnerable just share and connect because you know everybody else is there for the same reason so I think when you're opening these spaces where it's like come network and meet other women everybody comes with the same energy such a nice like space to have whether it you know right now it's virtual but I don't know what brunch talks has in the future and I don't know if you wanted to share that the goal has always been for brunch talks is to go live to host actual brunches with either live speakers live panels whether it's a small intimate brunch of like 10 women to big events where I can get live pop-up vendors from like all the small businesses that are on the directory. And that's the goal for Brunch Talks to incorporate the other part that I'm trying to bring in. So I'm bringing back the FemPower name already filed all my paperwork for the DBAs and everything. I am looking to open up a studio, kind of like a WeWork studio, but it will be for women. It'll be similar to in the sense of you can come if you want to work there for the day. Like a shared work. workspace? Yeah, for the hours. But also you can rent it out for either small events, small classes. If you're a social media creator and you want to use some of the walls, you can rent it out to you know make your social media. So it'll be that type of place, like a safe creative space for you to come and either work or to create 
So that's where that's going. That's that's gonna and happen this year at some point. Opening Fem Power Den. Yes. That sounds really awesome. That actually also sounds really great for like uh, photography. Like if you're gonna mm-hmm. have a background and people could do like photo shoots. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I love that. I can't wait to see and that. I feel like there's a lack of it because we well, Maggie lives closer to LA than than me and Glenda, but in LA, there's a lot of them. I've been to a couple of like those places in LA, but I feel like in our hometown area, you know, the 66 area, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lack of anything like that. Like I haven't, I don't think there's any type of we workplace out here, specifically anything for women out here. So I definitely feel like that'll help. And now with the new state of a lot of people working at home and stuff, why wouldn't you want to go to get out of your house and go to a different place maybe for a couple hours to work but then also just the hosting of event whoever yeah. has anything that wants to just host a small event like just come you're welcome to come and do it there you don't got to deal with all the LA traffic all the LA parking all of that stuff so a few years ago Glenda and I had the chance to go to the Soho house the Soho house in West Hollywood or Hollywood and that's kind of like um a private place where you, it's kind of like what you mentioned, like a workspace and um, a bar, a restaurant. It's really, really amazing. And I was so determined to get a membership there, but it was for the reason that I wanted to be in an environment around people that are like creating and having like these creative meetings. And we went to a poetry showcase. I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I loved it. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't get the membership because I think we went into the pandemic. So I think if it, like, let's say I would have got the membership for a year, I would have, I wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to use it. But there's also another workspace in LA called The Wing. And that's only for women. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I don't know if that's so, I've been to one in LA that's only for women too. But there's, you had to go in through like a little liquor store and then walk upstairs. And then uh, it was like a, one of those LA buildings that was like on top of like, the stores I don't know but I love your idea and I'm all about it just to be in in that environment and to feel it and be like yeah you know it's just different to be at home in your home office or to be like at the Soho house creating I'll Mm. die and Glenda would make fun of me and I'm like oh my god and I was like trying to convince (laughs) her like let's get a membership here yeah I'm like oh so that's a far drive for my for Glenda Maggie (laughs) but it was was so funny she was like if we get a membership this is how much you'd have to pay Hey, and I just write like LOL. I think it was 1200 for the year it's not bad um, for a whole year but that place is membership only like you can't mm. just pop in unless you're a guest I think. okay so we went as guests but yeah like let's say I got a membership can invite you guys you guys can come we can have meetings create it has a beautiful view it has a restaurant it has a bar and it has like uh, rooms that are sectioned off like to watch a movie they have smaller rooms to have events it has a bar inside it's just like amazing and I'm sure there was more things that we didn't see because we only like went in went where we had to go maybe like in the future I will definitely still look into getting a membership there maybe in the future Maggie we can just all have one together go and in on a big have- house and then you don't need a membership because it's That's just true. ours we just got to find a house and we can transform that thing. we need to bring that vibe like it needs to be you know the creative the color on the walls I want like some color some paint some music Ooh, LMA I feel it no? Maggie's got some wine over here guys I know I'm like <laughs> okay Amanda back to you 
I mean, that's Femme Power Den. It'll be coming soon, somewhere in the 626 area code, hopefully. So I've been listening to your podcast and you have all kinds of interesting guests on there. And that's what I love love about your podcast because like every episode is different and it's like somebody different. I listened to the one with um, Joanne Vargas mm-hmm. and I was like, well, this whole thing that you're talking about, like creating a place where women can connect. I love that. I guess there is a lot of doing. I don't know. When I see it, I don't feel like it is just because, I, like I said, a lot of days I just sit here and watch my reality shows. Like, completely. I awesome. think it's when you love what you do, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. And so you are doing a lot, and but you just don't feel like it. Like it's a lot because you love it. And I just want to tell you, Amanda, that you inspire me every day when I'm starting to feel tired. I'm like, I can't be tired. I can't be tired. I need some Amanda energy. <laughs> you guys are funny. I'm tired all the time. I sleep a lot. I sleep a lot. I got a freaking almost one-year-old dog that still likes to wake up at 3 a.m. and go to the restroom. I'm like, Amanda, read our cards. Yeah, I do read Maggie Clinton's cards from time to time in the morning. Do you have them with you? You want to do a reading right now? Yeah. All right. Let's read some cards, guys. Let's go with Maggie first. Okay. So Amanda is going to read our cards. What are they called again? An oracle deck. That's another thing that Amanda does whenever we feel like we need a card reading. Not like specific card reading, what you're thinking, but. Not like has- tarot. Yeah. It's not predicting anything. It's more just. It's fun. Energy vibes. Yeah. So Maggie got I Embrace the All. Mm-hmm. That one it kind of sounds a little like it's kind of straightforward to you already, but let's go into it just a little bit. While you read that, I saw Bridgerton. Mm. Did you like I it? Finished? I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I finished the whole thing. Oh. It is good. But I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself in that era. So I'm like, where would Glenda be in the regional area? Era? Like, what kind of person would I be? And I think I've come to the conclusion that I'd be the opera singer, the working woman. Okay, so I haven't got that far to know who that person is. But I did hear that there... She's in episode one. (laughs) I thought the music was all modern because it was a rendition of um, Ariana Grande. Uh, It was, yeah, it's uh, hip-hop music or, like, modern music. I'm sorry. And no, the opera singer girl, she's she's there in the beginning. She's doing it. She's like, <laughs> I have I do love it so far. And so I heard that they already signed for the second season. Mm-hmm. And there might be more because there's seven books. So the show's based on books. Yeah. And there's seven books because there's seven Bridgerton siblings. So it would be, oh, that's interesting. So I wonder if they would sign for seven. No, I think there's seasons. eight. Oh, there's eight. Well, whatever. There's four girls, four boys. So however many siblings there are is how many books there are. Mm. So it's one book per sibling. Me think like if they made sign for the second, I wonder they'll keep going and continue because people seem to love Bridgerton. Yeah, I think it was Netflix highest like debut like series that they've ever had. I'm still waiting for you to watch Lupine so we can talk about it. (laughs) You've never watched Lupine? Lupine? Oh, I thought she said Lupine. Lupin. Lupin. So do we do we have a, a Magali's uh oracle yes. card? Yes. Maggie got I embrace the all. Um kind of sounds like exactly like it is embracing the all, but think about it in the way of maybe this week you need to focus on a lot of people would say, like, you know, ignore the negative, ignore 
anything that you might that might bring you some types of negative vibes but this card is more like embrace all of it the dark and the light of it but turn it so that you can use it so that it's not like yeah a lot of times we do want to cut the negative who wouldn't want to cut the negative but maybe some of that negative might maybe it'll might flame you up to start you know whatever you want to start or just give you that type of energy that you know how they say what is that what is that thing about haters like we all need haters to grow or you know if you have haters you know you're doing something right you're embracing the awesome embrace all of it all the positive and the negative but flip it and use that energy how you need to use it mm-hmm. and then glinda got yeah. i affirm that all life is sacred um that one is actually kind of straightforward too Why is it because i'm eating vegan yes girls because you're eating vegan Um, i come to the conclusion that i'm a vegetarian that doesn't eat dairy okay that's a pretty good one though because dairy is kind of like i do eat egg and honey and that's Mm -hmm. a big no-no for vegans and i don't want any vegan being mad at me and then i did look it up and technically it says i'm an ovo vegan but I'm just going to say I'm a vegetarian that doesn't eat dairy. Let's take away away the politics. (laughs) The honey would be because the bees, Mm -hmm. because of that. So it can be any food that comes from an insect or animal. Animal. Mm -hmm. But is a bee an animal or an insect? Um, I think it's an animal because it gives life. Without bees, we will die. Yeah, we need bees. But bees are insects. It's like a bug. It's like a fly. Yeah, but they pollinate. So it's considered an animal? Yeah. Well, well, anything some, living. We're actually. animals too, Maggie. <laughs> yeah, of course. But like, <laughs> is a fly an animal? Yeah. It's yeah, it, anything living. Technically, they don't eat yeah. anything living but except plants? for plants. And plants are alive. So if you really want to get technical, I was just going to say that plants are alive. There's too many politics in being a vegan. So I've decided. Then you have the, the whole thing of too, like, do you own anything that's leather? Yeah. I do expensive stuff (laughs) leather i think like if you start to think about it like yeah like do you own anything that's leather you would have to get vegan leather vegan shoes a vegan belt even like hair products and skin Mm -hmm. your makeup all that stuff yeah you have to be very conscious of it and i don't want anybody yelling at me for it so you do you shorty whatever makes you happy we understand what did mine say i just decided to make it up oh uh, it's kind of coincidental or coincides with that so i affirm that all life is sacred so yes you are talking about that even the animal's life and everything is sacred the funny thing is though and this happens a lot with us when i pull all three of our cards together we always get something that goes in a similar like they're different but there's a similar theme to all of us so how maggie's was like i embrace everything yours is i affirm that all life is sacred so it's even talking about something that might be poisonous in nature or not but even because it's poisonous doesn't mean there's not a beneficial to you so how you were actually talking about the bees bees can sting you and some people might be allergic to them but yet we need the bees for life honestly glinda you kind of joking around about the vegan thing it's really like relatable to that because people go vegan for multiple reasons but a lot of times or sometimes it's for the animals as well so you being the type of vegan that you are, you are saving a lot of animals' lives, you know? So mm-hmm. honestly, it does coincide with that. But overall, yes, you affirm that all life is sacred. So that's all life on earth from even the plants to the animals to human life. Um, 
think that's actually a really good theme that's going on right now with everything that's been going on as well. Like every human's life is sacred, no matter who they are. That was your little card. I'm on that vibe. I feel it. Gwenda loves everything. I do. (laughs) Lately, I've just loved, loved, loved everything. I love the gray skies. I love the sunny skies. I love the rain. (laughs) Yeah, I love Gwenda's messages in the morning. She's like, good morning, my beautiful friend. I'm like, oh. She did send me one of those the other That's day. So I was cute. like, oh, you're awake? Because before, Glenda used to sleep pretty late. <laughs> I know. I Well, I mean, it's not by choice. I really do try to go back to sleep. So I do. <laughs> like, the latest is about 9 p.m. I mean, 9 a.m. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the pets, they need me. Yeah, I think Whoa. unless it's something, like, really important, I got to say, I'll wait till at least 9 to try to text her. <laughs> I think I do 8 o'clock. Wait. I wish oh, my, I'm gonna I move wish my, my time on up. As considerate as my friends, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for giving us your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was such like short notice. And we'll put all your information, your Instagram handle, and your website on the podcast notes. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We'll catch you at brunch, girl. Yes, we will be going <laughs> to brunch. Thanks, guys. Bye.